welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Two weeks in, and already we find ourselves with a cheating scandal. It's their first ever design challenge, and while some girls aren't playing by the rules, others are setting themselves apart from the pack. It's time to talk all things Drag Race Philippines, and joining me is resident potster who never monkeys around, Miss Felicia. How are you? Mabu, hi. Hello. Um, wow. Uh, a double premiere. We had to break it up because there's a lot that happened in uh, technically four episodes because there's two episodes of two on Tux. True. Lots of lots of drag race. A lot of drag race. <clears throat> um, two episodes in. How, where 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 are we feeling? Are we are we high? Are we low? Are we enjoying it? Are we thinking they're insane human beings? They're definitely insane human beings. I'm liking this season so far. First episode, I was a little lukewarm, but I think I warmed up to them a little more this episode. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But it's going to be a cool season. There's there some are definitely drags, so and there's definitely good. some personalities on this cast. Oh boy, truth, truth. Um, I'm very excited uh, to see where you fall on the I like this person, I like don't like that person spectrum. Because um, for those who listened to the first episode recap, um, I have very strong feelings on certain people. And they made them even more prevalent uh, this episode. Ooh, I can't wait to share and I can't wait to hear your opinions. All right, well, let, let, let's dive in. Uh, the Queens are returning from Prince's Elimination. They see the mirror message and they're going to get to read their very first one. Uh, and Prince left the shoe. And I don't think any of them cared for it. I don't think they wanted to even touch it. They're like, that is cursed. I didn't um, think the shoe was that ugly, to be honest. It was ugly because of the tights and the the the, the you saw it. It just made it. Yeah, look that's gross. true. The presentation um, of the shoe wasn't great, but honestly, correct, correct. I was like, yeah. I'd wear that shoe. Like, of damn. You would, of <laughs> now, Lady Morgana felt that she couldn't dance to Tala wearing her turno, but they saw her fire. She has been making lip syncing her bread and butter for seventeen years. Um, that's a lot, especially because I thought she was 30. Um, but hey, if she started drag when she yeah, was 13, she good she's for her. 30. She does not look 30, though. She looks... Mm-hmm. Maybe anyway, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of them. Like, obviously, they're gonna, like, uh, cheat to the to the judges during the lip sync, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's so weird that they're, like, profiled to the camera. The camera angles are not it. They, I mean, just... Again, I've said it last time. Uh, Jiggly is being done dirty by the camera angle he put on her. Oh my god! Uh, not yeah, cute. Not cute. Yeah. The the lighting on the judging panel, I guess. No, not but, good. Yeah. Now they're going to congratulate Lady Morgana and continue liberation here on Minty Fresh. Uh, though she thought Venus was going to win, but no, no, it was Minty Fresh. Now with Marina and Minty being the first Mini and Maxi Challenge winners, this rivalry is just going to keep on going. Keep that pot stirring gonna boil over soon soon venus i don't know what's boiling but something <laughs> venus venus was okay not winning but she she's on her way she, she'll, she'll get it soon 
Turing is happy to have survived as she was not confident with her luck. If she had a better look, she thinks she would have won the week, but everything happens for a reason. Meanwhile, Minty Fresh knows the pressure is on now. She won just like a fart. She's a silent killer. <laughs> it's a new week and Venus is excited and has clearly had her caffeine fix. She's wild. She's so animal. They're all really have a lot of energy. I'm impressed. They, they do. have a lot of energy. Now, we're going to witness Marina and Precious dance and sing their way into the workroom. And I would like to share the lyrics as presented by the captions, if I may. <laughs> Life is like a rainbow. Life is so colorful. Just like my milky vagina, hard as fuck. Meanwhile, if you didn't have the captions on, it says game on instead of hard as fuck. So we might need you to hire new caption people because those two things mean very different things. Definitely. I thought the little dance was cute. I did see Milky Vagina and I was like, what is happening right now? But, now, if you know. there is anyone out there who uh, could translate this, let us know what this is about. Um, please help me. There is a Reddit thread each week that is giving the references, thankfully. I saw that, so, yeah. Um, I've been going through that a little bit. I don't think this one was on here, but I was like, Milky Vagina? What? No. no Beats so. me. <laughs> All right, Minty is sporting the first Rue badge. Do you want one? I think a Rue badge. Yeah, of course. Um, will I be buying one on World of Wonder? Probably. Do you have any Rue badges yourself yet? You sure Love do. Work. Love that. Watch mm-hmm. which ones? Which which season? I don't even remember what I have right now. They're, they're, some of them are MIA, so I have to figure out where, what I have. But I want a legendary legend one. A legendary legend star. Yeah. Do they sell those? Of course they do. Are you kidding me? The second they made the um, Rue Peter badge, they're like, wait, we can market these. <laughs> right. You know, of course. All right. So they were excited for whatever the next challenge is. The safe girls just don't want to be safe anymore. Meanwhile, Eva is asking for an acting or design challenge. And some of the queens made a face at that one. But Venus yeah, is big said- snatch game. <laughs> Eva said, I want any sort of challenge. Like, I, I need any challenge. She said, She said, mm-hmm. I'm good at everything. So give me design or acting or dance. Literally. Or Rose. She said, give it to me all. Venus is begging for Snatch Game to filter out the ones who stand out. Girl, this is not season one of Drag Race Down Under. Art Simone don't have nowhere to go. They, we're not doing Snatch Game episode two. It's not happening. Not with that many girls. Maybe four. We'll see. Maybe. Lady Morgana is excited for a Snatch Game as well, but Corazon asks if she really thinks she'll make it that far. And that, my friend, oh. is the pot. <laughs> Lady Morgana will attempt to respond in Visaya, and the captions have no idea what came out of her mouth, and neither do the girls who ask her to say it in English. And, um, well, she can't. So we're going to have this very strange moment where Gigi era will like turn into Jim from the office and basically directly address the camera. And apparently she gets yelled at for having no energy because she's yelled at by the Queens to have more energy, but essentially it was, she won't let Cortison beat her. And I don't know. Maybe Lorraine Morgana is like a fucking fortune teller. Cause she can see the future. Ooh, I guess so. 
Uh, this was just weird and awkward, but you know what? I love like these, like addressing the camera. I wish we did that a little. I bit. love a good moment, like when a door, you know, talks mm-hmm. like looks in the camera. That's a good moment too. So they're all happy to be part of season one, and every time Cortisol makes a point, she slaps the table. What did the table do to her? I don't know. Turing is not used to Corazon yet. She's a new person in her eyes. She finds her very noisy, but totally annoying, but like kind of ish, but not really. But I find it the worst. Corazon will say she (laughs) needs to knock on the table because Turing may be praying she gets eliminated again. Now, if you haven't watched Untucked episode one, you're only getting half a story. Um, This is the reference to the fight that they had where Turing may or may not have prayed that Corazon be eliminated because she's a pageant queen. And Corazon believes if they based it solely on the runway last week, Turing would have gone home. Um, That's not how the game is played. There's a challenge and a runway. So stop being (laughs) so stupid. True. I love how like much weight they put in her praying about. (laughs) Right. I was going to say, did you you watch (laughs) The Untucked? Uh, Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. This was so stupid. It was so stupid. I, it was very crazy. <laughs> I was like, and we're going to get into it later on, but like it all was fucking rumor. Yeah. Girls like to talk shit in the Philippines. True. All right. They came for the drama. Mm-hmm. Turing is going to tell us that her comment was just made out of a banter, but later on, we'll find out a little more. Mitzi Fresh will say that the talkative ones land in the bottom, but Corazon says she's noisy, not talkative. Like that's any better. Sure. <laughs> the alarm sounds and ruin her terrible audio and bird on her head make reference to sambaguitas. Like the bitch actually knew what that word meant. I guarantee you, whoever was filming that had to give it to her 10 times before she even Truth. said it properly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mama Powell arrives wearing a splatter pattern jumpsuit, and every girl is like the shoes, but in like a good sense because they're actually desirable boots. But that's the meme of yeah. the season, isn't it? The, the shoes. Yeah, so true. She looked so good. She gives me like Filipino Brooklyn Heights out of drag. Okay, okay, I can see that. Well, for this week's mini challenge, they will have to reach for their dreams with style. They need to practice their social climbing skills. And no, it's not a social media related challenge. It's a game they call Smack That Butt to the Top. I mean, I smack that butt because they're a bottom, but okay. um they have 20 minutes to get into their sporty pe quick drag so they can hold on to that long fat slippery huge bamboo um i'm sure that you have some fun pe drag um girl yes i am a spin instructor and i do do drag and spin sometimes you gotta pay me a lot extra for it but i do do it um yeah i love a good fit fish and this mini challenge in particular, I would slay. I love climbing things, especially I bet you do. Um, fun story about me. When I was in college, me and my friends moved into this like three family ha- home, um, mm-hmm. three different apartments, but we were all like friends. Um, mm-hmm. So the first thing I did when we got there, when we moved in was I climbed the whole house because we had some like terraces and stuff. So I wanted to make sure like, you couldn't break in or anything. So I climbed that three floor house. Um, so yeah, I would, I'm a very good climber um, and I'm a fit pro. So I think I would slay this mini challenge. There it is. Completely honest. Now, Lady Morgana is a go-getter. She says if she can lip sync for her life, she can climb a pole, which again, I've now heard that about you. Yeah. 
Now in front of them stands a 10 foot bamboo stunner towering right there. As Turing says, that stick is so tall, how can I ever climb it? Which is why I prefer my twink six foot and below. Ooh. <laughs> is that true? It's true. It is true. It is very true. Okay. Um, at the top of the flag that represents their hopes and dreams as proud members of the LGBTQIA plus community. Corazon is ready, and her name is synonymous with being competitive. She's ready to fight. Um, what I've liked about this challenge and having you here to discuss it is it did feel like a survivor challenge as well. Yeah, it definitely did. I could see you doing well. I would do well in this challenge. Um, that I like being the like, said, energy though, they brought to like walking up to the pole. Yeah. That being <laughs> said, once they said, no, oh, there's going to be pit crew to help you, I don't know if you would do well in it because I think you would want to be manhandled. Oh, I would, but they were touching them all anyway. I was they like, were up in that butt. I feel like this kind of defeats the purpose of the challenge if they're just <laughs> well, lifting every, them up. Every, every queen needs a little boost. It's true. While. It's true. Yeah. All right. Um, God, those were hunky men. They're really hot. Yeah, it's true. And tall. Hot. All right. Smack that butt to the top. Let's discuss it. Gigi Era is up first, and her ensemble is workout chic. And by chic, I mean she was ready for 80s gym class. Uh, her minute starts, and she gets it. Pretty easy, right? Yeah, totally. Cutazone thinks she might have been a monkey in her past life, but really she's just a <laughs> koala because you know she's from Australia. Love Have it. you ever held a koala? I want to hold I've it. never held a koala. Never been to Australia. Neither. I'm watching Drag Race, though, down <laughs> under. I am too. Now, all the girls are going to warm up, and it's really Butch Queen realness. Like you said, there is energy here. Um, This <laughs> is also probably like 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, true. So good for them. Good for them. Venus is up, and she has a cheer uniform on with her fucking name on it. Cute. Um, she starts Icon. and she just well stays there. She can't get up. Yeah, not good. Now Brigading is up and she has blacks on her teeth and also shows off a push up with a clap. Uh, good for you, Twink. Now as far as climbing, yeah, work those muscles, bitch, because you got no upper body strength. Like she's gonna start <laughs> slipping down and slipping down. Um, and even with her hand with hands on her ass, it's no use. She can't get up. Yeah, not a good look. Mm-mm. Minty Fresh goes, and she's wearing all orange. And again, Twinks have no game here. Guess not. They gotta do some chest presses. There it know. is. Next, we have <laughs> Eva Queen sporting a basketball uniform, but instead of it saying bulls, it says balls. Um, we love American references. Yes, I liked the outfit too. It was really cute. Now and she's she slayed it. She did. She knocked over those heels, climbs and climbs, and she gets it. Good for her. I like yeah. Eva Queen. Uh, she's my favorite. I mean, yeah. you're probably going to ask at some point, but oh, I'll just say it now. I love her. Um, Lady Morgana is dressed like an ice dancer with way too much energy. <laughs> she um, had so much energy. Did I was, you see her do the worm? I ve- yes, I was very impressed, but also v- very chaotic. And I was like, girl, you're going to waste all your energy before you even <laughs> get to the pool. And she um, did. <laughs> well, when she gets, she 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 got it. She, I was shocked she had it in her, but she did ultimately get the flag. She did. She did. Uh, Marina Summers is up, and she looks like she's ready for a yoga or a cycling class, maybe with Miss Felicia. Ooh, come take my class, girl. Now, as far as climbing, she gets there and then just slides right down, she, just waiting, waiting for the men to hold her. She slayed it too. Silhouette. 
is dressed like a granny with that blue hair, that polo and white skirt. Uh, she's so intense looking. She's yeah. Yeah. Um, well, this mother shockingly had it in her. She was able to get it. I was very surprised. Did. I, I she didn't did. think she was going to. Now, precious Paula Nicole is dressed up like sporty Selena. Um, and we're going to call this poll Yolanda because it got the best of her. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, was God. that a bad joke? No, no. I don't know. That's good. That's good. good. We love a reference. Uh, Cortisone is looking like an 80s collegiate girl who is body slamming her enemy. Um, and bitch, if anyone was a monkey, it's her. The one well, wasn't making she doing monkey like, sounds. Wasn't she being a gorilla? She she was just staying on that fucking bamboo pole. Yeah. Um, she actually is an insane person. And the fact that we get a confessional from Turing where she says nothing but gives us that face that says it all. Yeah, that's true. Speaking true. of, finally, we have Turing who is ready for PE. Can the big girl climb? Well, <laughs> Mama Pow has no faith in her because she says your 10 minutes starts now. Oh, maybe not make fun of the fat girl. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe not, maybe not. Yeah. Um, but really, Turing fails. She cannot even succeed at the task at hand. But the fastest queen is the monkey herself, Corazon, at 5.69 seconds. Um, and then she's just going to body slam the floor again, and she's going to lose her wig. And then she wins 20,000 pesos. Which is like $600? Um, the Reddit said three fifty, and I was like, "That's is, that's okay. not a prize." <laughs> um, well, yeah, that's, that's like their much. their daily uh, siphon, isn't it? <laughs> True. Um, and she's gonna have a special power in the maxi challenge. Ooh. Be ready to learn about the maxi challenge. So excited for this maxi challenge! Mama Pow says that the summer is not complete without each small town's annual festival in full bloom, where they are able to witness the most beautiful queens come to life. In the Festival of May, a.k.a. Flores de Mayo, the pit crew will serve as their escorts as they wheel out baskets of supplies and buckets of flowers. They're going to have to bring out the glam, hold on to their arches, and get ready to walk in with their Sagada Eleganza Haute Couture outfits made fully out of flowers. They'll have to design a gown and matching arch. I just emphasize they, they the word They didn't fully. mention the arch at all. And the critiques, I know. I was like, you made them right. I was like, you made them do this, waste their florals, um, and they didn't even matter. Yeah, (laughs) so strange. As the winner of the mini challenge, Cortezon will have a 15 second leg up and selects her materials. And this bitch is legit insane and decides, well, dumbest thing I've ever seen. There was literally, they did not. First of all, they did not give them enough flowers, like. There was a oh, you, single you know there was there was much more them. in the back. They just couldn't fix it at all. I don't know because then what's the point of her like fifteen second thing if they have because well well anyway she should have taken all of those flowers and she I should have just taken the, bu- the basket. Said, yeah, exactly. I think Paula said that during the critiques, but like she should have just taken that. I don't know what she's doing. She's like, oh, I need some thread. Some <laughs> and thread now cutters. when the, the fifteen seconds are up. Did you notice Lady Morgana they, just wheel the entire cart? I was they, like, that's fair game, but that's ballsy. They like jumped on top of her Corazon. I was like, damn. It was crazy. What would what would you have gone for first? Well, once I saw how there was a single bouquet of flowers for them. 
Well, you had the hunky man with the flowers like on on. Him that's true. Shoulders. That's true. I, I would have. That looks like a survivor challenge. Oh wait, it's been. Um. Yeah. No, I would have definitely gone for just as many plants as I could have gotten. That would be my goal. Well, it's time to start crafting and getting their outfits in order. And Marina goes to her station to find the shoes and sees apparently this is going to be her lucky charm from Prince. Minty Fresh calls over Silhouette because these evil ladies need to chat. When Silhouette heard it was a design challenge, she was happy as she knows it's her strength. She didn't see herself being in the bottom last week, but hey, that's the competition. It was harder for her because of the discussion of her grandma, which we will find out that she also does not have a mom or dad. And now we're going to hear her bitch about Mama Pow critiquing her about only putting the paper dolls in the back. And she tells us that was her point. That was the whole idea. She's a bitter bitch, isn't she? She really is. Yeah. I don't like her. She's not likable at all. Nah, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, she's also now going to bitch that Marina raised the issue on the same day that her talent was being critiqued. And all I can say is, bitch, you know what you signed up for. Yeah. Don't like it, quit. It's like a competition. Like you're going to be critiqued every week. <laughs> every, every week it's going to happen. Brigading is excited for the design challenge because she believes she is creative enough. She's thinking about simple dress to accentuate her shape because she's a twink girl. Um, and she is absolutely my crush of the season. She's so um, adorable. Work. Who do you have a crush on? I like Marina. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. the best as a boy. I just love Marina. And it's maybe because I have such a love and admiration for Hibiscus. And I'm like, you two are very similar. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes, totally. Wow. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yep. That's a duo show I would go see. Yeah, I would see that too. Um, let's discuss Corazon. She is okay. like, I have so much to do. I'm going to keep my mug on. That gorgeous face. I don't like her makeup. Can I just say? <laughs> I agree. It's not for me. It feels very artificial. That being said, she's and working the- with her face, which I can't confirm tonight. That may be fully natural or that could be enhanced. But the cheeks, they're there and they pop out and it, yeah, it, just, it affects like, everything. Cheeks. I guess, yeah. Um, she's got a, a beautiful smile in drag. Oh, uh, is it? It's big. <laughs> she has a big white smile. It's the. It, it's like she texted Asia O'Hara, "Where, where'd you get your veneers, girl?" And she said, "Oh, like I forgot his name, but here, unclipped them and mailed them over to Thailand." There it is. There it <laughs> and is. They don't really fit in her mouth, but you know. So Kurosawa will be making a gown out of crepe paper, then putting flowers on. But then, when she starts sewing, the paper rips. Plan B, chicken wire. Yeah, she said, plan B. Oh, wait, I have a dress right here. Uh, <laughs> one <laughs> big one. <laughs> Venus is worried about the fashion icons and designers. Meanwhile, she's just a fabulous beauty queen. I love her energy. She's just yeah, so Yeah, me stupid. too. And so beautiful too. Yeah. That base. Now, as Turing is sewing, she notices that everyone's gluing. She's on her base while some people are already having their looks ready. Gluing is going to be the word of the day, isn't it? Um, For Tareen, it's going to be, I'm a seamstress. Literally. I'm a seamstress. I sew. I'm I'm a seamstress. And then flip the switch. Wait, I'm just a seamstress, though. I'm not a designer. I'm a seamstress. (laughs) Minty Fresh expected Tareen to do well in in the challenge because she excels at sewing. 
Because she's a seamstress. Uh-huh. And then the chat's going to turn to who has experienced the Sagala before. And Corazon has. She went in drag. Venus has experienced it, but as the muse's male partner, as well as Precious, uh, they went as escorts. And apparently they were paid 500. I don't know what 500 was. Dollars, pesos. Is escort sure. a different thing there than it is here? Yes. Escort they, for this I was like, is... damn, they're talking about prostitution no, so openly. No, no, no. The escort. <laughs> so like the arches, that those are the escorts. Oh, That's okay. I was like, mm-hmm. I must have missed something in this conversation. <laughs> Escort Philippines. No, 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 no. We're not. We're not. We're not doing the OnlyFans show yet. Not yet. <laughs> the Mama Pow arrives with one of their resident judges, Rajo Laurel, who is an acclaimed Filipino fashion. Oh, is designer. he a regular judge? He is a resident judge. They said. I liked um, him. I liked him. Um, he is gay. Yeah. He didn't even know to open his mouth, and I was like, "You're a homosexual. Yeah. I like you." Um, as you can guess, Corazon is a fan. She's just a fan of everybody. She loves everyone. She's like a robot. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't follow me, so she guess mu- she must not be a fan of the podcast. Ooh. But I can tell you right now, girls, don't listen to the podcast. The podcast ain't a fan of her either. <laughs> just Rahul's kidding. We're a fan advice. of all the queens. It's true. Rahul's advice for the girls is to have fun and show personality. At the end of the day, it's about the queens. And shocker, this is his favorite show. I said, it hasn't even aired yet. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> they visit Minty Fresh in her badge. She'll be doing a lot of draping with her look. Then she's going to have a shoulder full of flowers. Raho will say something no judge has ever uttered before. The glue gun is your best friend. And somewhere in Canada, Brooklyn Heights has been found dead. But, like, honestly, it's true with plants. Like, what are they going to sew? Like, you are going to be using a hot glue gun for most of this. Like, if the goal fair. is to make an outfit out of plants, like, yeah. That is completely fair. But how many times have we had a design challenge where a judge has ripped well, a girl not... apart for using a glue gun? But even since season six, we had Michelle tell Dela like her work was great with the glue gun and she won the challenge. So I mean, this last it's been uh, recent. The the glue gun has been acceptable for for many, many years. It's what you do with the glue gun. Except for Brooklyn Heights, where she basically tells fucking chaos, don't use a glue gun. You're getting eliminated. Oh, I think. Yeah. Jada stayed with that piece of junk. But whatever. (laughs) I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. <laughs> anyway, Minty Fresh's plan is to be consistent. If that means being on top, sure, they're her sisters, but this is competition. We will also learn that these are flowers that are real, not fake. Not fake at all. Mm-hmm. Got a zone is up, and she shares that she always does out of the box costumes when she was young. Her father was a construction worker, so the chicken wire comes naturally to her. After sharing her concept, Rajo says, be careful so she doesn't hurt herself. He tells her, tape the edges. That's smart. That's the good call. Good he's call giving from... sound advice, yeah. I, I, I like, like that. He was giving, like, he seems like he's, like, made stuff. Like, he's a designer. So it's, Like, li- yeah. no, literally. Like, he he's a designer good who... Feedback and, like, good tips on how they can make their yeah, things better. I, I agree. No, he's a designer probably who's actually gotten his hands dirty as opposed to some designers. Right, like, yeah. Here, do that. Yeah, here are the patterns. <laughs> Mama Pow mentions that the other queens have joked that she should sashay away, but Corazon doesn't think their wish will come true. She's a threat. She's competition. <laughs> Venus Deluxe is called um, 
maybe the trade of the season, according to Rajo, but I think he was just asking who she thinks the trade was, and I don't think she was going to give it. Um, yeah. Who is the trade? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I will say, I don't know if you've seen it on the Reddit um, and saw her performance last week, but like, Eva's kind of hot. Yeah. Yeah, I like Eva too. Because she got, she ripped. Yeah. She ripped. She, yeah, yeah. I'll go with Eva. None of them are really trade though in my book, yeah. to be honest. So Venus's look will feature pulverized leaves. Rahul will see some rubber bands and advise her to use them to shape the leaves and then use the hot glue gun. Girl, future contestants. There we go. Another great. Just, just go against yeah. the judges. Use the hot glue gun. Just do it. You have my permission. Yeah. Now we have Brigading, who they're there only... for a reason. <laughs> exactly. Brigading only has a base, but she will have the metal cage to weave the flowers through. Rahul will tell her to create a base where she can tie the metal to the body, and Mama Pow is worried she'll overpower her sexy shape. So we'll see what she's going to have to do. Turing is very busy, and Mama Pow is like, I cannot move, maneuver through this room. Even though your back is to the camera, we're just going to still talk to you. Um, camera work, they, they got to do a little better because there are a lot of times where they try to do these like overhead shots, and all you saw were the, the greenery from the arches. Yeah, you know, like I don't know what's we're supposed to be seeing right now. It's a very small room, very very small. Yeah. Room. Now Rahul loves big girls and tells her to make them proud. Cool. Turing is going to make a skirt out of fabric and then have flowers on her waist, and they were just going to flow. She is worried if she puts them on the garment, it will fall apart. But Roja is like, but then you're going to make yourself look bigger. Maybe listen to the man who does the work on the designing all the time, Miss Seamstress. Yeah. Turing will explain that forced perspective with the blue in front and yellow in the back will make this work. And I'm like, Girl. yeah, color theory right there. Cool. Girl. <laughs> Rahul can see the concept, but just wants her to think small. Turing is like, I can sew. Fine. This will be easy. And Mama Pal will remind them that this is just a one day challenge and i was gagged like these queens usually so, like, get like, they're an overnight running. on these yeah on so they didn't have an overnight no no wow. they did not so how I... the hell are they supposed to be successful oh. i call shade on the production here because if they had one more day you would have had better looks yeah true more on that soon after mama pow and rahul leave minty fresh peers over to see what venus is working on and she thinks she only had a few flowers and mostly leaves and venus has no confidence in her look she just is going to keep adding foliage to her look and she's just it'll be what it is it'll be on her she's going to joke that maybe her look looks like someone died and then there is a shot at this moment happening and they got the camera crew person in the shot oops they failed wow i didn't notice (laughs) yeah uh they're trying this is their second episode they're really trying there was a little bit of credit on Australia, did you see when? Um, have you recapped the last episode yet? Oh, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Um, yeah. Um, Hannah Conda can teleport. Hannah in the background. Yeah, that was that was so funny. <laughs> Eva's laughing at the look because she really does see it as flowers for the dead on a tripod. Now, in a totally triggering moment, with only a day to do it all, Eva will do what I hate has to happen. Um. Just like her boyfriend, I love her brows. But she 
is about to shave them off. Oh, she shaved them on camera. That was crazy. The sacrifices you make for Drag Race. Now, I know you and yeah. I have discussed it before. You said you would do it for the show. I would. <sighs> and every summer, every summer, I start to, anytime I do my makeup, I'm like, is today going to be the day I do it? Because yeah. it is so much easier without eyebrows. No, but. no, because then you can end like Beverly Kills and be in a confessional with those fucking things on her face. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Terrible. Um, speaking of, um, do you follow Beverly Kills? No. Um, um, I she had like to ask me anything type thing Why? today, and one, well, oh, okay. I, I, um, one of the questions I sent was like, "Do you miss your brows?" The second one, I was like, "Are you single? What's your type?" And she, she shared that answer. What was the answer? She's taken. She's taken all. She's also like. <laughs> 20 years younger than you, Michael. Whoa! Time out. That was rude. Uh-uh. Maybe okay, like 13. Sorry. I had my bar mitzvah like when she was born. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's appropriate. Now, in the worst possible segue from going from eyebrows to trauma, Marina will be like, <laughs> Speaking of sacrifices, did you have to sacrifice your gender or yourself when you were younger? I was like, whoa, okay. Just like your eyebrows. I was like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. I know we're trying to get the trauma here. We're trying to get the coming out stories, but that was not the cleanest way to do so. Well, it's kind of the same as when, like, uh, with cortisone, they just, like, showed her dead dad on the screen with, like, no prompt at all. (laughs) Oh, my God, I can't wait. Um, So... Venus will say that hers was bad. She acted really gay in high school. She was so flamboyant, but her family didn't know, which is like, do they have eyes and ears? She was in a Christian school and they used her as an example in class by saying he was Adam and Eve, not, not Adam, Adam and Steve. Um, do you think there are actually like gay couples out there named Adam and Steve? And how I'm sure there's at least one. I'm sure they get it all the time. She says at the time she felt that something was wrong with her. She was questioning herself, so she tried to act straight and even had a girlfriend. She became a top student, but it was the worst period of her life because she had to fake her way through it. Eva will note that it's horrible that this has to happen in an institution that's supposed to take care of kids. And that's like, okay, that's a good perspective. That's a good perspective. Yeah. Venus finally came out to her sister and she told her it was just an identity crisis and she should go read the Bible. So she left for college and that's when she started drag. As she became financially independent, she didn't have to come out. She made it on her own. And now her family is really proud and supportive of her. I'm sure there's like a middle part to that story that we yeah. can get. Um, because you don't go like, here's my there's money. Usually, there's usually Here, a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we always love to hear that. Now, yeah. Gigi will say that hearing that conversation, she had a different childhood experience. She was beaten as a child, and this trauma causes a mass emotional reaction from her like to the point of she still has ptsd that she dreams of being physically abused she could never understand why children have to go through that she didn't understand why her childhood had to be that coming out as gay was hard she tells them that they should be blessed with their family because they didn't have to go through the pain she had she's going to be consoled by marina who is just sad that she has that hurt child still inside of her 
And I was like, this is a lot for Drag Race. Yeah. Gigi says that now she's doing everything for her because if she looks back, then she won't be able to move on. She hopes that no one will ever physically abuse gay kids. And while we can only hope she's got the platform to bring awareness and help others who are in the same situation, she's a survivor and she can't get distracted. So she's keeping on going. This was this was a touching, hard story because I know it happens here, but apparently in the Philippines, it's it's worse. It's bad. Yeah, totally. Um, so I hope that this conversation sparks some more conversations to the kids at home and maybe things will be better. But we, we love when a queen will actually use her platform on this show. Totally. Yeah. And props to her for speaking out on that. Absolutely. Because she didn't have to. No. She didn't have to. Hard. It is runway time. Uh, let's see how Mama Pow is going to fly as she is cosplaying as one of Asia O'Hara's butterflies. Oh, God. Two mentions of Asia O'Hara in this podcast. Crazy. <laughs> uh, but like this gown, um, it is stunning. It's brilliant. I mean, I so gorgeous. It. Me too. What color do you want it in? I mean, it's butterfly, so the or- that, that orange would be great. And then yeah. I'd have my orange hair, but gorge. We have Kata um, Karen. Also, her makeup okay. looks so good. Does is she doing her own makeup? I don't know. I don't know. Makeup artist. She is a makeup like artist and a great transformation person, I guess. Yeah, I she off. must be doing her makeup, or at least it the looks, base she of looks it. Really she, she looks really good. She looks great. Right. I like her as a toast. Yeah. <laughs> she is so blonde. She's a bitch. So good. She's such a bitch. So blonde. <laughs> uh, we have Khaled Karen, Jiggly Caliente, Rahul Laurel, and special guest actress and host Pak Wong, who is apparently a very big deal. So much so that she has nearly 3 million followers on Instagram. So? That's a lot. How many Paolo has like two, not that many, but Paolo has 2 million and who the fuck is she? She got more than him. Yeah, she's but like a big name actress. She's an apparently. actress. Yeah, okay. Well, like, so. fine, sure. Yeah, that's that's that is a lot of people. Category is Sagalamazon. In honor of the runway, we will play in bloom or it's bouquet. Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be wilted or like glossy. I think I already it's, used that before. Yeah, you. D- I, I think I was on that episode. I think to so be honest. too. Um, so, wait. So it's bouquet in bloom, which is good. It's okay. bouquet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, Minty Fresh. Her look is very modern. She is showing skin because she can. I think the si- single shoulder with the basket is interesting, but I wish that basket was on her waist. Um, was on the singular side to like balance it out a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what those socks were. Like, they could have destroyed yeah, the entire very look. Out, out of, I didn't notice until he just said that, but they're very very busy. Didn't years. match. Um, you could argue that maybe it was matching because it had like a basket weaving style to it. Wasn't in the same color story. Also, did she make those gloves? Like they're a key element here. So I'm just trying to understand the rules. I guess accessories can accessories be might be allowed. I don't know. The hair was edgy. I don't. I haven't been a fan of her hair this season so far. Uh, this, this one, one's, I care this for. one's all right for the for the like look. The cut yeah. is cool, but the wig just looks really cheap. Between the wig and the socks, I was like, what? Girl. Yeah. This wasn't my favorite. It wasn't my least favorite. At least it has like a it's perspective and it has a perspective. Yeah. Rajo says she resonated with her look because it was modern and loved the juxtaposition of the rock hair and the back basketry and the drape. He saw where it started and didn't think it was going to be good. 
Con Karen was like, oh my God, when she stepped on the runway, she thinks it's edgy. Jiggly will say that this challenge is always her fucking favorite and thinks her look gives soft and edgy at the same time. I wish, I wish the show said, hey, Jiggly, you should make your own look too. Well, she's done it a few times. She's done it twice and, and failed. failed. I know. I think she was being a little cheeky about that. No, of course she was. I I know. That's why I was like, make her do it. <laughs> um, this no, look, I will, give a, I will give a soft in bloom too. Uh, it's an in bloom. It's not my favorite. It's not my least favorite. It's it's soft in bloom. Audience, seventy one percent in bloom, twenty nine percent. It's bouquet. Twenty nine. Okay, yeah, yeah. Next yeah. up. Brigading! Um, brilliant. She has used the flowers in a way that works with her body, but honor the material that they were meant to use. I love the colors and how she arranged them. The proportions are right. I love that little purple poking out. She looks like a bouquet that I might give her on our first date. Her mug is on point. I thought this look was brilliant. I thought it was nice. It's not as brilliant as you like it. I The hair, the makeup, so beautiful. And I like the like bustier part of the outfit, but she kind of lost me at the at the waist line. That's fair. That's fair. Kind of moment. But no, she looks gorgeous. And yeah, it's definitely one of the better looks of the night. True. In it's bloom for me. Bloom. Yeah, same. Audience loved it. 93% in bloom, 7%. Oh. It's bouquet. Tering. Uh, she looks like a bride, which then gets us all remembering June Jambalaya and how she used to. The, yeah, this is very. Let the me trash cover my top. outfit with a bouquet. Um, <laughs> it's a bra. It's uninspiring. And once again, this is yeah. just trash. I think the elements of this look were going to be fine. It's just proportioned terribly. I like the effect of what the leaves cascading down her body could have done if she continued with that. Like it could have been a really yeah, successful look. More. It reminds me of like what Vivian Vanderpuss revealed to like how she had the streams mm-hmm. reveal for that last yeah. runway yeah um but yeah no it's not good and can i just say she looks so much prettier like out of drag her makeup looks so much better i think that's a read it, no it is a read <laughs> like yeah she looks she looks good when she's not in drag and then like i don't know something about the makeup needs to change Bagwang says she needed more theatrics and play with the props. She says when she comes out, confidence is not enough. She needs the wow factor, so it fell short. And I was like, that comment about confidence not being enough. Every other fucking queen on the show is like, if my look sucks, as long as I'm confident, oh, it's great. Yeah, true. Um, Roja finds the Rajo finds the makeup aging as she is so young. I agree. He appreciates the body positivity as she is embracing who she is, as there will be a lot of big little boys watching the show and saying they resonate with Turing. He tells her to look at the details if she goes forward. He tells her every time she goes on the stage, she wants to be absolutely perfect. Jiggly says she's glad that there are girls like her that little kids can see and say there is somebody like me. Turing will say that her main goal is to be authentically her. She loves her body. And then Mama Pow is like, yeah, beautiful. This is a design challenge. I hate it. They They love love it. it. They like it. They like it. She like it. I was like, oh my God, you are go good, in, bitch. Go in. Because um, I, I will say, I, there, there's there been moments in this show, it's like, why are we not hearing her critiques? 
Because she's fucking reading. The- yeah, because yeah, she's a bard. Like, they're probably like, <laughs> we got to keep her alive. <laughs> Mama Pow says, you can't say you love your body and just come out with a bra. She says they were expecting so much and she just made a skirt and put some flowers on. And something shocking, though. Mama Pow was like, well, if you're in the bottom, who'd you like to lip sync against? I was like, damn, episode two. Tearing is like, Cotazone. And the producer's like, thank you. You may have your wish. <laughs> Cortezone is gagged, and even with that beautiful face, she's like, me? Tering, it's bouquet. Oh, yeah, no, it's definitely bouquet. The audience. They gave her a little more credit. 29% in bloom, 71% it's bouquet. Okay. Precious Paula Nicole. Her face makes her look like she should be bigger than she is, but that bitch is fucking petite. Where Brigadine was able to use her body to build out, Precious was sadly using her frame and hugged it onto her body, and it just didn't have that much dimension to it. Like how she placed the, the flowers. Sorry. Yeah, but um, the turtleneck just swallowed her up. I like the cascading flowers down her leg. Yeah, I just hate the light, the grayness of the leg i know i know i think the top is nice i honestly kind of this is on par with me with um what's her names the one you loved brigadine no brigadine wait brigadine wait was it brigadine yeah 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 yeah. this i cannot say her name and think of brigadoon (laughs) very that (laughs) waiting for my dearie Um, oh my god wait were were you in a production of brigadoon no, but I've sung Come to Me, Bend to Me many times. It's the gayest musical theater song ever. Yeah. It's about bottoming. It really is. Why is there not? Okay, I need a drag queen to perform that. Please. I'll do it. Come to my bingo. There it is. First Wednesday of every month. Um, Thursday. I, I want to say a little anecdote. I did Brigadoon twice in my, my high school career. Wow. In the same year. Wow. Two different productions. You must really like the show. Apparently I did. One of them I actually had a performance, so I had to wear a kilt. There's Ooh. a picture out there. If someone finds it, I'll give you 10 bucks. Did you wear underwear? Of course I wore underwear. You're I was also stage to. managing. No, no. This is <laughs> this is high school. Of course you had to. <laughs> Rajos will say her face is painted so well and her presentation was entertaining and funny with a storyline. He bought it. He gagged. He gooped. His word, not mine. Uh, Khaled Karen says the look is polished. She turned around and the outfit was cohesive. She says she was able to cover some stuff in the front was good down to the stockings. They see the details. They love her. Her only concern is that she lost the shape of her body. Valid point. I'll give it an in bloom. It's in bloom. Audience, 64% in bloom, 37%. It's bouquet. Gigi era. Uh, you could see on her face how disappointed she was. Yeah, This was a mess. It was a bra with flowers on it. Then she crafted a capelet with a band of flowers. But her down there parts were just showing. Yeah, like, it honestly wasn't my least favorite. But yeah, if she had from the waist, like where she has that like belt of mm-hmm. flowers, if she just extended that all the way down to make like a, a high-waisted panty kind of yeah. thing, it would have been much better. Can I just say her face looks so much like Christy Blaze. She looks yes. so much like Christy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if she made it a reveal or even if just deliberately flowered her flower, maybe it would have had a better result. But I will say yeah. that if she did more with the green leaves on the bottom, it could have been very beautiful. 
Yeah, it was. It was on. You need an like, extra day. Track. It needed more time, or more flower, or more resources. But Rahu says he commends what she did. However, it's all about execution, and she was ambitious. Gigi will say she's sad because normally she's making outfits with her partner, and Ryle lies on them, and she misses him. She took a risk to use the sewing machine because she knew the girls would be using the glue gun. To which Jiggly, the queen of the hot glue, asked, "Do you have a problem with the queens with glue?" She's kidding. I'm not kidding. Uh, she does commend her for at least trying to make the outfit despite feeling a certain way. She tells her to use those feelings and ignite the fire that's there. And she loves the poison ivy, but her vagina is showing. She didn't even attempt to cover it. I like Jiggly. Again, blunt. She's, she's there. She's, and a she's, fun, like, she's a fun addition to the show. Um, yeah, she's, she's fun. Uh, Gigi, it's a bouquet. It's a bouquet, but it's honestly not the worst. In Agreed. my opinion. Audience, 18% in bloom, 82% it's bouquet. Money in the summers. I think the top is excellent. It looks like a butterfly. Love the purple on the shoulders. But then we're just witnessing the Jasmine or Georgia's moment where she just wraps a piece of fabric on around her waist and calls it a day. Yeah. The thing the only skinny girls can get away with. Yeah. Regardless, the story color the color story was spot on. Yeah, I liked the color story. And honestly, like when she first came out, I was like, oh, she like won this. Um, I obviously then looked at it a little more. I was like, oh, okay. But yeah. no, it's it's cute. It's passable. And it's definitely like on brand. It gives it like resort, you know. Mm-hmm. It's in bloom hot. for me. It's in bloom for me too. The audience, not in favor. 43% in bloom, 50%, 57% it's bouquet. Mm. Okay. Cut is on. Before we dive into the real story behind this look, let's discuss the top layer. I know this challenge was focused on the celebration of flowers, but the bitch decided, fuck that. I love crafting materials. And now flowers, putting them in the chicken wire, it's called a day. The train that she made was completely unnecessary and used the flowers and leaves when she needed to put it on the visible part of her body. She's got a big smile, great hair. She could have used her body and did something easy. She swung too hard and it caused a massive issue. As far as the dress, it's not undergarments. It's a dress that is called cheating. Bye-bye. Yeah, I mean, you said the hair was great. I don't even think that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, if she had, like, this wire dress kind of outer layer is a cool idea. If she had, like, made the dress underneath and she decorated the wire thing with some plants and flowers instead of thread and thread cutters... And the um, back had pencils, and, so it's like what? and like filled out filled out the back with more of the like garnishing. Like this yeah. could have been a cool look, but but <laughs> none of that happened. So and well, I think was, it looks yeah. like she's wearing the same shoe that the girl last we got sent home in, but <laughs> Raho says she literally put everything on there. He says it's over-designed. There's so many things going on. Less is more. Khaled Karen says she gave so much effort with the chicken wire and she forgot the other details of the look. Pak Wong was confused. She didn't feel the florist that Mayo represented. She would have preferred the chicken wire to be filled with flowers. She suggests next time Mm -hmm. to put more effort in and look around for creative inspiration, which I'm fairly certain is called cheating, but go off, sis. It's called taking inspiration. Jiggly is going to say that she hates to ask it, but did she make that dress there? And at first, Corazon's like, yes, to which Jiggly's like, no, no, no. 
today. She's Did you make here it today? Now and she's like, no, no. So your minds heard that as a contestant, they're only supposed to use undergarments. Technically, she is cheating. She will take that into consideration because the upper part is stunning from the neck down. She missed the mark on top of it being against the rules. Now, what are the rules? How is it explained to them? Someone who's been on the show, I would love to know how this actually works. Because I know through Survivor, um, Jeff will explain the rules for TV. Yeah. And then there is like an extensive chat with them being like, okay, they also like go go through the challenge like step exactly i want to know how it works on drag but i mean we've seen rue say on these you're you're allowed your undergarments right right so like was that explicitly said if could corazon bite back and say you didn't say that is there a piece of paper i want to know how the rules are explained um that being said mama pow is just not afraid to throw anyone out of the bus and reveals that my oh, favorite yeah. moment corazon won the mini challenge and had a 15 second head start she wanted more flowers which jiggly will say that she took the thread so none of the girls could use it is that part of this game also like like I, we've never seen the contestants have to use the materials of like the actual thread and stuff i thought that was a given yeah i don't think that i don't even think that was like they were expecting that to be part of those stuff up for grabs. So weird. Again, Mama Powell asked the question of who she would like to lip sync against. And of course, she's going to return the favor to Turing. And the producers are living and thanking them both for creating an engaging storyline. And Mama Powell asks, is there something going on between them? And she says that she has never prayed for someone to have an unfortunate event happen. And she prayed that she would sashay away. To which Turing the, Turing All the say, judges... It's not true because that bitch Precious made the whole thing up before she got backstage. And then Precious is like, oh my god, I'm not in the top this week. I'm only here for this to happen. Yeah. But I, I was there with all the judges being like, when she's like, she prayed for someone. There. <laughs> Wait, but you also forgot the best part from Paolo where she was like, um, like where are the flowers? And then Cortezon turns around and she says, Oh, <laughs> man, that was yeah. so good. It's bouquet. I, it, it, it's oh. worse than it's bouquet. It's not even bouquet. It's the audience. Crap. 18% in bloom, 82% it's bouquet. You're very kind. 18% of y'all are crazy. Yeah. Silhouette. Now it's confirmed. She does have a wig besides the straight black. It's um, wavy black. Girl, frizzy, come on! Frizzy, not wavy. <laughs> I will not continue to question her mug because this is just the way she paints. She paints evil because she is evil. So she what did she like do? Morticia vibes. She took fabric, made a dress, cut some holes in it, and then shoved roses it's inside. Like thing. How is this not a bottom? I thought it was all right. Fine. Uh, it's bouquet, though. I'm gonna bloom it. The audience does not agree with you. 46% in bloom, 54% it's bouquet. That's oh, a lot of them do almost half agree. Eva Queen, obsessed. She is stunning. First off, that blonde on her did not expect yeah. it. And oh, now I'm begging for thank more. God. I was like, are we gonna get black hair from mm-hmm. like everyone all season? She paints evil, but she has oh. fashion to back it up. I, I adore the color her. story. The pink plays so well with the peach and the leaves. Could she have applied more foliage to this? Sure. 
but it's the shape that works. Love it. I in mean, bloom. she slayed it with that, like, the corset, the bustier. So good. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, kind of the similar marina, like, skirt around the waist thing, yeah. but, like, so good. In uh, bloom. I, I'm, like, obsessed with her drag. Me mm-hmm. In bloom. I like her and Marina together. It very much gives me, like, she's the evil queen. Marina's little snow no, white. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, they should do something with that. And then Silhouette's actually the, the ugly witch. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, yeah, Evil Queen. I hate, so <laughs> I hate so much. In Bloom, 64%, 36%. It's bouquet. Ooh. I don't know what y'all smoke. Yeah, but y'all are crazy. <laughs> Lady Morgana, she says it's inspired by the Butterfly Sanctuary of Davao City. She's trying to give butterflies a good name on this show. The butterflies she made out of crepe paper look like they were crafted by an elementary school child. The sleeves. I just do not comprehend. I know her persona is woman of a certain age, but this killed the entire look. It made it too busy. And then the mug is inspired by poison ivy, which does not match the butterfly motif at all. Too many concepts. None of them executed well. Hated this. Yeah, I I thought this should have been on the bottom. Definitely more so than silhouette. It's bouquet, bitch. It's bouquet. I don't like this. I like Gigi's look better, I think. The audience... Straight down the middle, 50-50. Wow. Yeah. Do you know who she looks like to me? Who? Stella Doro. Ah! Just to the fact that Stella Doro is amazing and <laughs> she is, is proud of her age. Absolutely. And Lady Morgana she should be. <laughs> is almost like half, no, half she's more age. than half her age. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. <laughs> But Venus, am I wrong though? You're not wrong. <laughs> Venus Deluxe, she did it. It's very much what uh. Queen Kong hoped her look was. Hashtag complete. She has covered every inch of that corset, gave it life. There is so much layering and texture that this yeah, look I mean, could have been brought with her. Sure. All, more flowers all the foliage that everyone else is missing. Literally. <laughs> more flowers could have gone into this and had more. I feel like they didn't get flowers. Like nobody has right? actual flowers. Like it's all plants. And just the fact that the back has so much depth really shows how you yeah. how to fully realize a look like this. And even the necklace of, that was made of leaves was very smart. The yeah. mug and I the mean, hair, the whole look. it works. So right. She looks so darn cute. One thing I will say, one thing I will say is the shoes, they made her fall down, which was kind of funny. Uh, the shoes aren't in the picture, so I don't remember. Or was there, it the white, there, the clear no, stripper heel? Yes, yeah, the clear no, stripper that- heels. This oh when they like the clear platforms it, yeah I was like clear. can we not <laughs> I know. praise the shoe but okay yeah Rahos so Rahos is speechless because everywhere he looks it's completely flawless ensemble of foliage and flowers and everything is in place he calls it absolutely perfection he notes that they all saw her fall but she used it to add story and texture to the whole presentation for him that's a queen who thinks True. and, and Julie is like. Uh-huh. She like did the fake out fall. And Jiggly's like, cute. if I fell, bitch, you fucking laugh at me. <laughs> um, Kyle Karen calls it absolutely hot couture and says she's the only one who made hot couture. Puck Wong says she looks like a living doll while walking the stage. She loves that she was able to use the right materials and the hair and make it look flawless. Jiggly loves her outfit as it is the fullest of foliage. It is in bloom for me. Totally. Like the only good look. <laughs> Audience, 93% in bloom, 7% it's bouquet. Seven percent. Mama Powers decided battery. to call forward Silhouette, Marina, Eva, Brigadine, and Lady Morgana as safe. Leaving Minty Fresh, Venus Deluxe, Turing Precious, 
Cortisone and Gigi as the tops and bottoms. Do you agree? Um, I ultimately like agree with the decisions made, but I would have had Morgana on the bottom and um evil on top over precious. For me, like Brigadine, I agree. She should be the top. You thought Brigadine. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. These people are yeah. rude. Over precious, come on. Well, because yeah, this no, is... I, I definitely think Precious shouldn't have been there. Um, I, I would have put Evola, but um, I can see Brigadine being there. Just call yeah. her Brigadine, it's fine. <laughs> Brigadine. Now, because this is um, Joker's Philippines and we have it untucked, so we'll talk about untucked after the uh, okay. results. Mama Pow has made her decision. Venus Deluxe is the winner of the week. She wins 80,000 pesos and the House of Laurel is rewarding her with a custom-made gown. The That's funny nice. thing here is, is a custom-made gown dress? was a prize for Drag Race Holland. It, it, he was the designer of the Beyonce dress? I don't know. Wait, the one that Envy won. Was it? I don't know. Is that, know. Was that what you were saying? No, I was just saying that the final pr- the prize for winning season one was oh, a fucking dress. Yeah. Well, they were like Somebody was like the second ever dress for Drag Race Girl, and I was like, "Oh, who was the first? Literally. So then I was like, "Maybe it was um, Envy." Well, say your prayers. It's the battle of the rivals. It is Corazon and Turing as the bottom two because Precious Paul and Nicole Minty Fresh and Gigi Air are safe. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah, I'm here for it. The song is I'm Feeling Sexy Tonight by Shauna Cruz. Have you heard the song before? No, but it's cute. I'm feeling sexy tonight. Will you be performing it? <laughs> sure. <laughs> In my humble opinion, you could have put a cucumber up against Corazon and she still would have gone home because she cheated. Yeah, true. But Tareen turned it. That's the thing. I loved that. Like, I Listen, was like, yes, queen. Like, before the song even starts, Corazon is removing her cage because she's wearing that dress. <laughs> Turing has passion and arm movements. She can dance. This was a good moment to show that she may have no fashion sense, but she can lip sync. I'm, I'm doing, y'all can't see me, but I, I'm doing <laughs> her dance. <laughs> I think Corazon was cute pageantry it was generic yeah, i wasn't believing like, what she was selling they also for me, didn't really give her much camera time it's true but for me it was like a virgin who believes they know what sexy is i mean even mama pal wasn't impressed no i mean turing like wiped the floor i agree turing will get to stay as cortisone goes away shall we move into untucked Let's do it. Let's now go. we're not going to go beat by beat. We'll, we'll we'll condense a little more because, dare I say, this was quite repetitious. Yeah, and then um, like we're gonna get there obviously, but quarter zones like ending went on and on and on. I was like, we get it. You want to be on? Now All-Star. we're used to like this a twenty-two like... minute. Um, untucked. yeah, this is this 30, was twenty-seven. This, was, 30, this yeah. was this was a lot. So we're gonna get the next girl sitting with Lady Morgana in the safe zone. Brigadine is not happy being safe. She's bitter. <laughs> Marina can see the disappointment in her face. Now, Lady Morgana is happy to be safe after last week. She thought she was going to get a lecture from them, though, this week. Eva thought she looked great, but she wasn't as extravagant as the others, so she understands. 
I like Eva. She's 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 sane. She's, she's level headed. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Brigadine is grateful of what's happening around her for the second week in a row, but she but she's like, not. <laughs> she doesn't she's like not. not getting critiqued. Have we heard the storyline before? Yes, her name is yeah. Diabetti. Um, cut to Lady Morgana, who is like, "Well, your makeup is very brigading," and Eva will say that her makeup is consistency with the brand, and she knows that Silhouette's brand is very strong. Minty Fresh is fashion forward. Marina Summers is a summer beach girl. She goes for opulence, and she's like, "Well, brigading, what do you represent? What makes you unique?" It's a good point, though. At this point, like, I don't know who Brigadine is, but um, the bitch was shook. Um, so yeah. she's like, "Well." I thought when the names were called, it was the top and the bottoms. bottoms. And the room was like, excuse me? (laughs) I don't know if this was editing or if this was just how it all flowed, but not the greatest segue from Brigadine here. And she's like, no, she is coming off over. Not not it. (laughs) Silhouette will actually be a cunt and say, if you put me in the bottom, then you really don't know what a brand is. I don't care for this woman. She's got you this holier like than thou, than thou, bit, uh, girl. You bad. Sure. Not good. But Brigadine has the same holier than thou thing going but on. She can back it up with a good look. Okay. Yeah. Brigadine's gonna attempt to backpedal and tells Marina that she did less than the others, and Eva will be like, "But branding is important." Marina will tell us that Brigadine is becoming. With the best read ever, vanilla ice cream. She's sweet, but not everyone's favorite. I can't wait to use that up against people. I like vanilla ice cream. Well, at least you're pretty. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, we're going to pivot and start talking about Minty Fresh being a bitch on Twitter, where she doesn't hold back. We will enter back into the real world, where Marina will bring up Drag Cartel at Nectar. We're going to learn that it's an annual competition. Minty Fresh won the first one. Marina is the most recent winner. And Brigadine apparently posed a question on either her show or Yeah, Twitter. so she like... I'm not was sure Was she exactly interviewing where. the queens or something? Uh, this is where I was confused. I was I, like, I, I don't did, know Yeah, I'm not on. quite sure exactly where it was. I think it was like, one of, like a lockdown like Instagram style show. I'm not positive. Um, but she asked about an all-star season, and I guess Marina wanted to answer the question civilly, wanted her to remove the question to begin with, just not have any drama, but then drama started between the three of them. And because of her relationship with Marina, they were closer, but Minty Fresh wasn't having any of it. The weird thing is that it, it feels like we're missing the drama we're between missing Marina and Minty Fresh. Well, we, we know a little bit about it. We know that's a personal issue about a boy. That's all we know. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, That's all yes. we know. Yeah, yeah. Marina says she doesn't want any drama. She wants nothing to do it. She's going to let them have their time. If they need to talk about it, go for it. The tops and bottoms arrive. And immediately, Turing will be like, Corazon, I apologize for saying your name. Here's a kiss. No! Own it, bitch! Yeah, punch her in the face. Corazon reveals that she, Gigi, and Turing had the worst comments. And Turing says they didn't like her face. And I'm like, no, girl. That's not what you said. Like you didn't like your it. look. Yeah. Delusion. Corazon says she deserves her position. She doesn't regret it. And makes no reference to her cheating. But okay, girl, go off. Yeah, that's true. They never talked about it. I wanted them, she to, does tell Turing, I wanted them to rip the dress I know, off her I, body. I literally. She does tell Turing that she doesn't have to applaud 
apologize to her as it's a competition. She wants them to put on a good show. Corazon will note that her look didn't fit the girl. He cheated. I don't care if it didn't fit the thing. Cheat her. Now, and it's something like you mentioned before, she's going to talk about this and and we, we rarely see this on an international season, but the TV screen turns on and it's a picture of a baby Corazon and her dad. We will learn that she shares um, Spanish blood with him. She's a crossbreed. Um, and then all of a sudden, I was like, okay, we're going to meet her dad. And then she's like, no, he's dead. <laughs> and then I think some Awkward. of the queens didn't hear that. So they're like, how's your relationship? I don't and think she's they like, either. he's dead. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> like, it was so weird. It was so sh- Do you think there were more pictures or, or were there like, picture it was, talk? Uh, it was a st- very strange kind of segue. It was very weird. Very, yeah. Um, she said that she hid that she was gay for a long time and then it was discovered that her family had a full-on fucking girl group of four homosexuals in the family. Uh, her cousins and her second cousins are gay. I was like, that's cute. I don't Love have, I, don't, for them. I have one queer um, cousin and that's, that's, that's all I got. I'm yeah, the I token. Have a, I have a queer sibling. Half sibling. That's cool. Yeah. Cartazon wants to know about everyone else's fathers. So Precious says that Venus's dad is her happy pill whenever he, she sees her father's post. Um, they're going to mock him in his selfies when he posts with weird things. And I was like, um, this is why my that mom does queen not have his looked no one like anyone in that cast. The queen they showed with her. With, it wasn't. Da- with the dad. Was. I was like, that looks like Paolo. Like, I don't know <laughs> who that queen was. <laughs> Marina shares that she didn't have a strong father figure. Her parents split up, so her uncle was basically her father figure. I didn't really quite follow along with this storyline. Uh, she didn't get to like finish her. Yeah, because then gonna it, say then like was... she didn't have like a masculine. Right, and then her parents then weren't her else... real parents. Yeah. It was really her aunt and uncle. But Venus was never close to any of her parents because she didn't want them to know she was gay, which we learned before. Um, she even got scolded for having her pinky up when she ate. I was like, I'm not even that gay. Yeah, are you one of those gays? When in doubt, picky out? Um, No, not really. Now, the Nectar girls are going to start getting along as Eva will pay Minty a compliment, saying that it's nice to see her human side. And then Precious is like, remember how I'm the potster? Let's do it again. (laughs) Oh, I found my spoon. She's like, Minty, what's your relationship with Brigadine? And... uh, well, she says she tried to get close to her, but felt their personalities didn't click. Brigadine and Minty will chat to clear things up, and by chat, I mean talk in literal circles. Brigadine will say that Minty's issues with Marina are personal, but with her, she's a drag queen and a host, and she was hosting a show, and she subjected her to a position she didn't want to be in, but she feels like she's just too sensitive to come for her. You you, you, you want to fill out the, the filter out the stirs, not her, she's a good person. She's a, she, she hosts the show. Minty will say that what happened between her and Marina had an effect on her and it has nothing for her to use as an easy topic as she knows nothing about the issue. She shouldn't have brought it up. She didn't think she should be meddling. And now the discussion is going to turn out how Marina and Minty's control for how people compare them. But when you bring up their names, it just causes conflict. Brigadine will tell them that she can't control what other people do, but you can control how you react and you, Minty Fresh, attacked me. And she's like, I wanted to attack you because you put yourself in that position, bitch. Minty felt good about attacking her. I was like, oh, she pissed. 
This is in confessional. She said that to her face. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what they're fighting about, but I'm living. Brigadine will say that drag is sensitive in the Philippines, which Eva will say, it's not sensitive. You're insensitive. And I was like, oh, yeah. The girls are fighting. The girls are fighting. Minty thinks Brigadine is playing mind games and is making a scene because she's safe and wants attention. She doesn't know what her goal is. So now, all of a sudden, Miss Minty, who doesn't want other people to be in her business, walks over to Silhouette in hopes that she'll comment on it. <laughs> so I was like, what? <laughs> I wasn't listening. <laughs> Girl! She's like, keep me out of it. <laughs> this, she's not in on it, but you're bringing her in because you're her butt, girl, yeah. and you will do anything for her. Gross! Minty is fuming in a very passive-aggressive way. Those are the people to really be scared about. It was the people who fume very silently and then will mm-hmm. attack you. Mm-hmm. Um, you could tell that Silhouette was ready to say something, but she's like, I don't think this is my fight. Well, she also books all the queens, I think. So she's yes. like, I should stay out of this. They are talking in circles. Minty's going to accuse Brigadine of using her name to get ratings. This drama, it's a lot. It's not ending. It's yeah, going I'm to like, continue. I thought we just saw this scene like <laughs> two seconds ago. Now the we're gonna talk about the end of the uh, untucked. Uh, there's the bottom three are preparing for the lip sync. Gigi is incredibly emotional. Turing says that they had a bad day, and it doesn't mean that they're bad at drag. We watch the lip sync one more time, and the cheater said is sent home. Cortezon has checked this off the bucket list. She learned that you have to enjoy, work hard, and do your best so you don't have regrets at the end of the day. And don't put cheat. that on a t-shirt. Literally. Um. She's a Rue girl now, so she will use this as an opportunity. So long, Corazon. Yeah, girl. She was like, I'm a Rue girl, which means I could be at All Stars. She said, I'm ready for. <laughs> for She's like, Canada put me on DragCon. She said, Australia versus the world. She said, I'm ready. Bring me back. Bitch, you I wrote in your dead. mirror message that you're glad you weren't the pork chop, but. You're not rememberable if you're not the poor second shop. place is the worst. Yeah, literally place is worse than first. Well, I got some burning questions for you to wrap up this podcast. Are you ready? I got some burning answers. What is Corazon's legacy? Being the only pageant queen, I guess. No, cheating. Being a lot of drama. She cheated. Yeah, but they didn't explicitly say it. She like, cheated. That's Vivaldi's legacy. That bitch got to say. Yeah. We get a girl group challenge next week. Who are you nervous for? Who are you excited for? I mean, there are a couple girls who have singles out. So apparently, um, those sing. songs are good. Yeah. I, a few of them. Uh, who am I? I don't know. Um, we haven't seen them like perform yet, have we? Well, we, we have, have seen Lady Morgana sing a little bit. She, she's got some pipes. Um, um, I don't remember that. Well, she was just singing the workroom, I think. Oh, um, okay. But we love girl groups. Yeah, I'm if, you were, I'm if you were in a girl group, what would you be in? Like what existing girl group? Yeah. Uh Destiny's Child. But I gotta okay. be Beyonce. Okay, sure. Sure, girl. But I gotta be Beyonce. All right. After no Pussycat Dolls. Ah, I love Nicole Scherzinger. She is an underrated icon legend queen. So why didn't you just be part of Eden's Crush? Yeah, I could do that. Get over yourself, come by. Yeah, that girl group. Yeah, I I know. Featuring Nicole Scherzinger. 
Yeah, they, that's the TV show, um, Star yeah. Search or something. Not Star Search. Not Star Search. Best <laughs> no, girl group. A... Um, God. Okay, after a few episodes, the winner of the season is... Eva Queen. I'm going down with Eva Queen right now. Um, I love though, her. Though, um, again, either she was in the top because they wanted to see her face when Turing called her out. Precious, um, Paula Nicole is really good at drag. Like, what did she do last week she, she should have won in my opinion last week she did what the um the filipino dance and um oh, yeah. had the filipino uh, attire yeah i i like her but yeah. she's also like paolo who does impersonations through makeup just that get ready for snatch thing? game that's gonna be her thing i'm excited cool but yeah that's evil nice. queen she she's she's the narrator of the season right now she's yeah, very like very well-rounded she's excellent like, at drag has a good head on her shoulders. You know who she reminds she me like of? Who? Sasha Valor. Oh. Sane human, good at what she does, and talks eloquently. Sure. Yeah. I'm excited. Me Where too. can we find you on social media? Venmo. Yeah. Any projects you want to plug? Um, you can find me all over the place. I'm on Instagram at Miss Felatia. That's at M-I-S-S-F-E-L-L-A-T-I-A. If you want to see my drag, I host a bi-weekly bingo first Wednesday, third Thursday of every month at Sycamore Bar in Brooklyn. Um, come through. I'm also a spin instructor in New York Um, at a few different places. Uh, my name's Tony. T. Grunin is my boy Instagram. You can follow me there. That's also my Venmo, if you want to tip me. T-G-R-U-N-I-N. There it is. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. The biggest thanks to Miss Felicia for coming on. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at tittinthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.